Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Islamic History Podcast. This is season six of the Islamic History Podcast. And this is episode zero of season six of the Islamic History Podcast. This is just an introduction to the upcoming season, which hopefully should begin on January 6, 2021, inshallah. So this season is going to cover the 100 years, the century after the fall of the Ottoman Empire. So we are going to pick up, pick up, we are going to pick up right where we left off last season, season five, which ended with the defeat of the Islamic, I'm sorry, with the defeat of the Ottoman Empire after World War One. So as you may recall from the last season, we discussed how the British and the French, they collaborated with the ruler of Mecca, Sharif Hussein and his sons to foment a rebellion that was called the Arab Revolt, even though that's a bit of a misnomer since most Arabs did not participate in it. Nonetheless, it was called the Arab Revolt. And in all of that, in all the polit- politics that went on behind the scenes, we wound up with the Sykes-Picot Agreement and the Balfour Declaration. So at the end of World War I, the British and the French, they begin to implement these two uh, contracts, documents, treaties, however you want to call them, the Sykes-Picot Agreement and the Balfour Declaration. The Sykes-Picot Agreement, as you may know if you listened to the last season, it divided the former Ottoman territories of the Middle East between France and Britain. Whereas the Balfour Declaration was Britain's commitment, Britain's um, promise to create a Jewish state in Palestine. And so this season, season six, is going to discuss the implementation of these two uh, documents and how they're how, were there, what were their long-term effects on the Middle East? So we're going to begin by discussing the aftermath of the Great War, which is what people called World War I back then because there was no World War II. They just called it World War I. We're going to, we're going to discuss the aftermath of the Great War, which will ultimately lead to us discussing the origins of the modern states of Syria, Lebanon, Iraq, Jordan, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Turkey, as well as the state of Israel and the conflict between the Palestinians and the Israelis and all of all that entails. We're going to spend quite a bit of time discussing the Turkish War for Independence. That was a rather complicated event, so there's lots of lots to discuss there. We of course will discuss we'll, we will talk about how Kamal Atatürk created the modern uh, Republic of Turkey out of the ashes of the Ottoman Empire. And uh, that will be an interesting discussion. We are also going to discuss the origins of Saudi Arabia. Even though Saudi Arabia was not necessarily part of the Ottoman Empire, parts of it were, parts of it was not. It's complicated, but hopefully, inshallah, it will all be explained how the uh, kingdom of Saudi Arabia that we know of today, how it came to being. And yes, we're going to, we will discuss the origins of, um, 
I don't know how else to say. I, I don't I don't like using the word Wahhabi because that's not what they call themselves, but how the modern um how Muhammad Abdul Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab's we will discuss how Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab's teachings impacted the state the uh, kingdom of Saudi Arabia and the Saudi family. Maybe that's a good way of putting it. Nonetheless, we will discuss all that. We are going to also talk about all of the different wars and conflicts and peace negotiations between Israel and the various Arab states. Really, by the eighth episode of this season, um, everything is going to kind of focus around Israel slash Palestine. So in the beginning, is going to be about all these different nations, really. But... After a while, they all gain their independence. They become standalone nations. They fall into the, for lack of a better phrase, typical cycle of um, Middle Eastern Middle Eastern dictator, revolt, revolution, coup. And so it gets kind of tedious, tedious to talk about all of those different uh, political events all the time. So I don't go into great depth once these nations gain their independence. But we will discuss them in their relationship with the Palestine-Israel conflict. We will discuss Syria, Jordan, Adok, and Saudi Arabia to a certain extent, but Saudi Arabia doesn't really get involved as much as those three nations, and Egypt, of course. We can't forget about Egypt. We will also discuss the origins of Egypt, though because Egypt, well, Egypt was part of the Ottoman Empire, but it was at the start of World War One, it was occupied by the British, and the British kind of ran it as they pleased, though it was technically part of the Ottoman Empire. They had some weird agreement where they just ignored the fact that Britain was running Egypt. Be that as it may, we will discuss the origins of Egypt and how it came to be under this um, strange relationship with Great Britain. We'll also discuss how Egypt eventually broke away from Great Britain, we will not talk too much about the modern events of Egypt, um, those from uh, the Arab Spring coming forward to today. We're not going to talk too much about that. We will mention it. We have to mention it. But we're not going to get into the details because that requ that would require a much deeper um, analysis of study than I can do right now. Um, and also, I don't want to get banned from going to Egypt in the future. So um, I'm going to hold off on discussing that too much. But be that as it may, uh, we will talk about all these other nations. We are going to spend quite a bit of time, actually. I think the last two or three episodes of the season, we're going to talk about some of the current conflicts in the Middle East, particularly the wars, multiple plural wars in Iraq. That is the war in the 1990s um, to get Saddam Hussein out of Kuwait. And then the more recent war that began in 2003 to overthrow Saddam and how all of that led to the creation of Daesh. And for those of you who are not familiar with that word, that is the Arabic acronym for the group that we normally call ISIS in, in basic um, English. But Daesh is the more common phrase in the Middle East and in Arabic. And I prefer that word also. I prefer Daesh over ISIS. Um, I don't know. ISIS is a... I think ISIS was an um, um, ancient Egyptian deity or something like that. So I prefer the word Daesh. Be that as it may. Um, so we're going to discuss all those things, inshallah. This is... Um, I don't want to keep this intro introductory episode too long, so I'm going to try to run through these things real quick. One of the things I want you to try to understand that this 
um, season, the main theme of this season will be based on Surah Al-Fat. That's the 48th chapter of the Quran. And this surah was revealed after Prophet Muhammad وسلم, signed the Treaty of Hudaybiyah. And at the time of the signing of that treaty, many Muslims, even some of the Prophet's closest companions, considered that to be a defeat. This because and if you if you go ahead and listen to or subscribe to the my other podcast called the Prophet Muhammad Podcast, completely free. If you go ahead and sign up to that, you'll hear the details of the Treaty of Hudaybiyah. But essentially, the Muslims had had gone to um, Mecca to make Umrah. And they were still in a state of war with the Quraysh. And the Quraysh wouldn't let them enter to make Umrah. And so the Prophet wound up signing a treaty with them called the Treaty of Hudaybiyah. And many of the Prophet's companions were a little put out by this by this treaty. They were kind of upset about it because it seemed like a defeat because the terms were heavily in favor of the Quraysh. And on top of that, the Muslims didn't even get to make Umrah as the Prophet had promised. But, and I don't want to make it seem like the Prophet broke his promise. Once again, if you listen to the... Um, to, if you listen to the story, we discuss it in detail. Once again, completely free. We kind of break it down. The Prophet did not break his promise. Be that as it may... Many Muslims at that time considered the Treaty of, Huday, of Hudaybiyah and the, the fact that the Muslims did not get to make Umrah, they considered that to be a defeat or at least a setback. But long term, it actually turned out to be a victory for the Muslims. And that's kind of what I want to get into with this, with this season, inshallah. We're going to talk about a lot of, a lot of defeats for the Muslim Ummah in this in this um, season, the uh, the fall of the Ottoman Empire, or the defeat of the Ottoman Empire in World War One is just the beginning. There's so much more. And a lot of it is rather depressing. I hate to say it like there's no other way of putting it. This was some parts of this store of this season were very difficult for me to put t- together because it was just reading about so much death and destruction in the Muslim world was just heartbreaking. And when we get into the details of the Palestine-Israel conflict and you see how uh, Gaza is treated and the multiple incursions into Gaza, and it's, it's really difficult. Um, it's very depressing. Um, but I want you to understand that um, these things are... Understand that in our we, we live in a short period of time you know our time on this planet is very short but history is very long and so for our short period of time it is very easy to look at these defeats that we are experiencing or these um, uh, setbacks or tragedies that the Muslim Ummah is experiencing it's very easy to see these things as being permanent but they're not permanent so this season, the, the theme that I want to get across to you is don't give up hope. Even though some of these things might look like tragedies and defeats, and very often they are, Allah knows best. They may very well bring victory, maybe not in our lifetime, but perhaps to future generations. Long term, we don't know how these seeming defeats and setbacks that the Muslim world is experiencing. We don't know how things are going to turn out long term. 
So don't think that we have no other choice except for Al-Mahdi to come and save us. Or we have no other choice except for Isa salam to, to come back to earth and lead us to victory. We, we don't know how things are going to turn out. I always remind people that during the time of the Mongols, when they were rampaging across the Muslim world, many Muslims at that time thought that it was the end of time. They thought these, this was Gog and Magog, Juju, al Juju, al Ma'juj, and everybody thought it was all it was all coming to an end, and that turned out not to be the case. Even though that was certainly a defeat for the Muslim world, Alhamdulillah, Islam still continued and got over it, and the Muslims continued as well. And that's the same thing I want to impart upon you with this season. Don't give up hope. Uh, read Surah Al-Fatah, Surah Al-Fat, the 40th chapter of the Quran, and hopefully that will better explain what I am hoping to get across, inshallah. So uh, this season will hopefully, as I mentioned, begin on January 6th. It will probably end sometime in early April 2021. The season after this, season 7, inshallah, will be on the Bosnia, Bosnian conflict of the mid-1990s. Um, we are starting our research on that already. See how that one goes, but it's going to take some while before uh, a while before we get there. So enjoy this season while you have it, inshallah. Um, in the meantime, I'll be working on some other projects as well, most of them related to the Islamic History Podcast, but some of them not related, some of them separate outside of the Islamic History Podcast. I, I do plan to continue the history of the Umayyad Caliphate. We um, left off with that, I think, last year after we discussed the life of Ibn Zubair. And so we left off with the rise of um, Caliph Abdul Malik Ibn, Ibn al-Marwan as the third, fourth, fourth Umayyad Caliph. But be that as it may, so we're going to pick up, inshallah, with the history of the Umayyad Caliphate at some point in the future, probably um, sometime in March or so. We'll probably pick that up, inshallah. Uh, between now and then, I got some other things. I, I, like I said, I got other projects I'm working on. So... Uh, once that begins, once the Umayyad Caliphate series begins, that will be those will be our premium episodes available at Islamic History Exclusive. And if you're not sure what Islamic History Exclusive is, I'm trying to move away from Patreon. Patreon is cool and all, but it has its limitations, so I'm trying to move away from it. In doing so, I created a membership site called IslamicHistoryExclusive.com. If you can't remember all that, just go to IslamicHistoryX.com. And once you get there, once you sign up there, we have two plans. One is free and one is paid. The free plan that gets you season zero, when I was first learning how to do this whole thing, so it's kind of all over the place, but it's still there. Season one, which is the history of uh, the, his this, the historical stories from the Quran, basically history from the Quran is season one. And then we all the bonus episodes, which covers a wide, wide gamut of things. So many different things are discussed in the bonus episodes. So you get all those things in, in the free plan. Then we also have a paid plan, which is $48 a year, basically $4 a month. But I just lumped it all together, $48 per year. Um, with that one, you get all of the above, season zero, season one, all the bonus episodes, 
plus the stories of Ibn Zubair and Salahuddin al-Ayyubi, and when it's ready, the story of the Umayyad Caliphate will also will also be part of the paid plan as well, inshallah. If you don't want to do all that, if you're not interested in uh, getting a subscription or signing up for $48 a year, which to me is not that big of a deal, but alhamdulillah, everyone's different. But if you still want to help out, hey, that's good also. You can make a one-time donation or a gift or however you want to call it. Just go to islamichistorypodcast.com slash donate. And there are a couple of ways there to donate, either through Cash App or through, um, whatchamacallit, uh, PayPal. Or if you have a Cash App app on your phone, you can always just send me a, a small tip or however much you feel is sufficient or enough. Buy me a coffee, buy the next book that I want to research, whatever whatever you want, just send it to my cash tag, which is Islamic History. Whatever amount you decide to donate, I, it is very much appreciated and very helpful and goes towards the continued success of this program, inshallah. So I thank you for your patience. I know it's been a while since we put out the last season, but it's here now. Season six is here, inshallah. No interruptions. Three months of Islamic History Podcast coming your way. Thank you for your support, and I hope you enjoy this season. Be sure to communicate with me your thoughts and feelings about anything if you want to. I'm mostly available on Instagram. I'm available on Facebook, but I don't go on that that often of late. Eh, Facebook is kind of toxic these days. Instagram is getting kind of toxic too, but at least people still post nice photos there. So contact me on um, Instagram if you want to. Look for Islamic History Podcast. That's the podcast uh, Instagram page, which I am much more active on. I do have a personal page, Mutaki Ismail, on Instagram, but I don't do much there. But if you send me a message, I'll definitely get it, inshallah, because I do check it pretty much every day. But um, I don't post too much there, but feel free to friend me if you want to on on my personal one. But like I said, I'm not necessarily putting much on there. But Islamic History Podcast, I do update update there kind of frequently, kind of frequently. I fell off of late because of season six, as you can see. But I hope you enjoy this season, inshallah, and I hope to talk to all of you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.